So Matthew chapter 1 from verse 18. The birth of Jesus Christ came about this way. After his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, it was discovered before they came together that she was pregnant by the Holy Spirit. So her husband Joseph, being a righteous man and not wanting to publicly disgrace her, decided to divorce her secretly. But after he had considered these things, considered these things, an angel of the Lord suddenly appeared to him in a dream saying, "Joseph, son of David, don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife, because what has been conceived in her is by the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. Now all this took place to fulfill what was spoken by the Lord through the prophet. See, the virgin will become pregnant and give birth to a son, and they will name him Emmanuel, which is translated God is with us. When Joseph got up from sleeping, he did as the Lord's angel had commanded. He married her, but did not know her intimately until she gave birth to a son, and he named him Jesus. sad, but it's good to acknowledge that this dark world is the one into which the light came. And I invite Ali 
to come and read a scripture about that before we sing some more. Good morning. I'm reading from John chapter 1, 1 to 5 and 8 to 16. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made, and without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world didn't recognise him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling amongst us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. John testified concerning him and he cried out saying, This is the one that I spoke about when I said, He who comes after me has surpassed me because he was before me. Out of his fullness we have all received grace in place of grace already given. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God but the one and only Son who is himself God and is in closest relationship with the Father has made him known to us all. Loving Father, our hearts are full of joy this morning. The angel told the shepherds so long ago, I have good news for you which will bring great joy to all the people. Joy without limit, joy to fill the whole earth. We are celebrating that wonderful news right now here in this place. The good news that Jesus has come to earth for us is even more exciting than the astronauts landing on the moon or a new planet being discovered. This news does give us great joy. May the joy in our hearts be real and stay with us every day of the year, no matter how sad we feel. At Christmas, we give gifts to each other to remember your amazing gift to us, your only son, the baby Jesus. And we have also been celebrating the wonderful gifts Jesus has given to us. Peace, hope, joy and love, forgiveness of all our sins. Thank you that the joy you give us is for all people. Nobody is left out. Thank you that your joy can spring up all of a sudden and surprise us in beautiful things you have made, a kindness shown to us, unexpected good news, feeling your presence, your peace and your love with us. The joy you give cannot be measured. Help us to share our joy of knowing you with people who need to hear this good news, those who need your wonderful gifts of love, joy, peace and hope in their lives. The people who are sad, who are afraid, lonely or sick, and especially the ones who think they don't need you at all. Lord Jesus, we thank you for your joy and your love you have given each one of us. And thank you that you hear our prayers. Amen.
right. Kids, you've done really, really well, um, amazingly well. We've got a little thing for you. So if you just want to come down to the front, I just want to share very briefly with you guys this morning and through you, hopefully speak to the grown-ups as well. So at this time in Advent, we are anticipating and looking forward to the coming of Jesus at Christmas time, just like the, the Israelites had to wait a long time in anticipation, waiting for the Messiah to come. So at Advent, each week we light a candle to remind ourselves of what Jesus came to do and who he represents. And so we have had hope, we've had peace, and this morning is joy. Joy. Now, when I was thinking about joy, two things came to mind. The first thing was a song. I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Down in my heart. Down in my heart. Yeah, you know that one. That's good. I was wondering if you'd you'd know that one. That's an old song that talks about how the joy of the Lord is deep in our hearts to stay. That no matter what happens in our lives, because of his joy that's deep in our lives, we can have that everlasting joy. The second thing that came to mind I'm going to bring up in a moment, but I want to ask you a question first. Who here loves to clean? Oh, really? Okay. Oh, it depends what you earn. Ooh. Grown-ups, who loves to clean? Oh, a couple of people. Fantastic. Do you love it when your mum or dad says, clean your room, please? Wow, there's a couple of people. All right. Parents, just notice if you want your kids to have good role models, just look at who's got their their hands up. You might want to get your kids to have a play date with them and just have a look at their room. That would be fantastic. I I don't like cleaning. I I don't like cleaning my room. <laughs> when, when I was thinking about the word joy, a phrase came to mind, and I don't know if the grown-ups know this phrase, does it spark joy? Does anyone know where that comes from? A few, few hands coming up there. There was a TV show by Marie Kondo called Tidying Up. And she had a method to help people tidy up their houses. And the method was you go into a space, you touch an item, you hold it, and you ask the question of it, does it spark joy? And if it doesn't spark joy, you get rid of it. And that's how you have a nice, clean, tidy house. And you declutter. Well... We're about to we're about to move house. We're about to move house, so I'm sure we're going to be asking a lot of things. A lot of that question: Does it spark joy? Pile of bricks? Probably not. Um, <laughs> Joe's loving that one. Does it spark joy? But what's really interesting about that idea is the biblical understanding of joy. When when I said it was down in our hearts, really shouldn't come from objects or circumstances or things. It should actually come from our relationship with Jesus and what he has done for us. But if we think about that question more closely, it actually 
says that because when you pick up something and you say, does this spark joy? The reason it would spark joy for you is because you have a deep connection with that. You would have a relationship with that. There would be circumstances. You'd know who gave it to you or you'd remember the special moment uh, that that had in your life. And so there is a deep connection with the thing or the circumstance which brings out the joy. Do you kids have something in your room that if you think about it, it would spark joy? Yeah, Levi? Two things. Hang, hang on, mate. Your bed? Yeah. My bed sparks joy for me too. Yeah. Your couch probably sparks joy to you because it's comfortable, but it doesn't have the connection. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it counts, yeah. Your whole room. Your whole room sparks joy. That's that's great. Luke? Um, my stuff that I've won or got given. Okay. So trophies and things that remind you of achievements in life. Amy? Your desk sparks joy. What about you? Teddy. Teddy spark joy. Yeah. Food. Food sparks joy. Okay. Some of the adults are like, yeah, I'm with you on that one. Yeah. Okay, fantastic. I've actually got something here I want to show you from my room that I had to actually hunt to find. What do you think's in here? A box? What do you think it could be? Any ideas? Yeah? A guitar pick? Yeah, that would spark joy, wouldn't it, Jack? An egg beater. An egg beater. You're going back to the hope that we had. Yeah, yeah. Here, here, you ready for it? This for me sparks a lot of joy. Do you know who this is? This is my teddy from when I was a kid. Do you know what it's called? Yeah, Little Blue Bear. That's its name, Little Blue Bear. I was obviously very creative as a young person and, and original coming up with names. Little Blue Bear. Uh, means a lot to me. It sparks a lot of joy thinking about my childhood. But I, it sparks joy because I have a deep connection. Spent time with this teddy, many, many hours, many nights in my bed, comforted by, by this teddy. And so because there's a relationship, there's a connection, a deep sense of um, joy with this teddy, that's the type of joy that it talks about when it says spark joy. So the angels, um, Carol said, declared to the shepherds, they said, an angel said to the shepherds, do not be afraid, I'll bring you good news that will cause great joy for all people. And as I think about the news that the angels brought, that will cause great joy, what sort of joy? That deep connection we can have, and Joe talked about this last week, having peace with God. So when we have a relationship with Jesus, he reconciles us to God and we have a connection and a relationship with him again. But I think one of the reasons that we can have joy at Christmas is not what he did when he came as a baby because 
Bible actually says that babies bring great joy, and I, I believe that that's true. We've had six baby, and number seven is on the way. So we'll be having great joy. So we've got amazing joy coming in our household. Not just that a baby came to bring joy, but what that baby came to do. And it says it in the next line. It says, today in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you, the Lord, the Messiah. See, Jesus actually came to achieve something for us on our behalf. So I asked you before who likes to clean your room, and a couple of you did. Who likes it when someone does it for you? (laughs) I think we all love it when someone cleans our house or our room for us. You, you help do it with it. Yeah, that's, that's a good thing too. We love it when people do the hard things for us, the things that we don't like. And what Jesus came to do was to save us and we could never save ourselves. We could never clean ourselves up enough to reconcile ourselves to God. Jesus came to clean our room for us. He came to, to do it for us, to be our saviour. And I think because of that, future hope, that future um, realisation that is going to bring us home is what gives us the joy, joy down in our hearts and it's going to stay there. So no matter what happens in our lives, no matter what circumstances come our way, we know that Jesus loves us so much. He came to clean our room for us, our lives, and that's never going to be taken away. And because of that, we have great joy and we can celebrate at Christmas the joy of the Lord. So, thank you. We're going to light the candles. Turn them on. Would you like to, Joe, would you like to get some of the kids up to do that? So, we're going to, we're going to light peace. We're going to light hope from last week. And then. This week, we light the joy candle. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you came as a little baby. And we thank you that you came with a task to do. That we were so far from you and unable to do what you were able to achieve. And Lord, so we look with anticipation to this Christmas time and give thanks and have such a joy deep in our hearts for the fact that you came as a little baby to save us. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. You guys can head back to your seats. And we're going to sing one last carol together. One of the things that sparks joy in my life is singing carols. I think it's one of those beautiful things that we have. We're going to stand together and sing our final carol, which of course is Joy to the World.